0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Athlete Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Lee Eldridge. In this podcast, we'll be talking to elite coaches, practitioners, athletes, and high achievers about how to improve performance. We'll be covering topics such as training, improving your sport, work, and overall life. I hope you enjoy the show today. Please feel free to leave a review. Hey, guys, I hope you're well. Lee Eldridge here, human performance coach from the Athlete Tribe. Today I'm going to be talking about proactive versus reactive and how we can use these different systems to improve our performance in business, in work and in sport. So let's talk about proactive. Now if we look at it from a sporting point of view we might talk about these as core skills and these are the skills that every week we would be working on and touching on. These are really important. These are the foundations for performance. So the first one, and it's one that I keep going on about because it is just the biggest foundation, is our sleep. So how can you be proactive in making sure that you get enough sleep? So what I mean by that is looking at the old video that I did last week, where we talked about making sure that you go to bed at the same time every night. Now for me, that is somebody who is very proactive in not only kind of their sleep in their human recovery. Because if we think of the term sleep, people think of it as a reward. Whereas if we think of it as human recovery, we see it as a need. The next area for being proactive is movement. so often I am now speaking to corporate individuals senior business leaders and with what's going on with covid is they're spending large maturities nearly up to 12 14 hours a day back to back meetings in a seated position with lack of movement pre covid one of the big positives was that you had to travel so there would be opportunities whether it be you know walking around an airport going from meeting to meeting you would and build up that general physical activity. What happens is that we adapt to the situation or the position that we put ourselves in. So there's no wonder that we start to feel stiff, we start to ache, maybe some lower back pains. And lower back pain is one of the biggest areas for people not going to work. So if you think about it as a business leader, if you're trying to reduce costs and absentees, you need to encourage people below you, you need to encourage yourself to a certain degree to move as much as possible. So the best way to do that, for example, is getting a stand-up desk. Okay, you might not be moving, but you're changing your position. And I like to encourage the odds and evens. So for example, odd hours, you you sit, even you stand. So nine to 10, I'm seated, 10 to 11, I'm stood up. And you can just build that into your day as much as possible. The next on our proactive list is what we eat. Now we have control over what we eat and we need to be as proactive as possible to enable us to ensure that we eat the right things. Start to think about eating as fueling your body for performance. And that's no difference from sports or training to you at work. You need to make sure that you're eating the right types of food. So how can you be proactive? Well, making sure that you have food in the house, so you're not likely to order a takeaway in, for example. Making sure that you have prepped meals in advance. I saw a great TV show the other day and they were talking about the freezer. And it seems that we've gone away from using a freezer to help us with our meal prep. What do I mean by this? Well, it's quite easy for you if you're making a healthy meal to make up two, three, four portions and then put that in the freezer. So then when you are lacking time, it's quite easy then just to take out the freezer, heat it up and you've got a meal there that didn't take much time to prepare and it's great for you. And the last point on what we eat is that there seems to be this fallacy that healthy meals take longer to prepare. That's far from the opposite healthy meals are can be made very quick and simple you just need to do a little bit of research and plan ahead for your shopping list and just get that prep done the next on the proactive list is relationships and this is a massive area for performance for happiness etc and it's making sure that we are proactive in our communications so we're talking to our direct reports, we're talking to the people around us, we're talking to our loved ones as much as possible about what's going on. Now obviously there's a huge area of mental health and it's come to the forefront because it is a big issue and if you watch all the ads and all the media out there that the biggest area that most people help or most people want to help with this is by talking, is making sure that you are talking early enough about problems, about issues. Now, they might not be related to your mental health, but they can surely be related to maybe some business problems or some training problems. If you get out early and you're proactive and you talk to people about those, people are going to be helpful. They're going to come along and they're going to give you fresh ideas and you're going to find a way to work through that problem which is much better to be doing that early on than when your back's up against the wall and it has to be delivered at the right. Next, let's really look at when's a good idea to be reactive. Now, if we went back to that sporting analogy and we said, right, proactive is core skills, etc. Well, being reactive is reacting to the performance of the previous week, where the mistakes were, what you need to change, etc but also looking at the team that you're playing ahead and how are you going to maybe change your game plan or how are you going to nullify their game plan? So we can see now if we think about it from a business and work point of view is to make sure that we're proactive in terms of our core skills for our business, but making sure that we're reactive to what situations come along. Let's dive a little bit deeper about work and business. Now, the word agile in business gets used all the time. We are an agile company, which I get. I understand there's a need to maybe pivot and change direction. But what we need to understand is, like with agility in movement or sports performance, it takes energy. We need to de-accelerate, we need to change direction, and we need to re-accelerate. And that takes energy on the body's system but in business we don't seem to think about that. So what I mean by that is that if you are a company that is constantly changing direction, what is gonna happen is that it's going to increase the energy expenditure and most probably in the employees because they're coming in one day and they're doing this, the next day they're doing that. Now, people think that is a great skill and it is, but what it does is it costs energy. So we need to put in place to make sure that we are recovering from those changes in direction. And that is the tough part. In a previous video, I talked about periodization or planning of training. Now, in professional sport, this is something that we do whereby we would plan in maybe lighter weeks or what we call deload weeks to allow the body to recover, to adapt from the stimulus or the training that we've applied. Now, in business, we don't seem to do this. We seem to go from one project to the next, to the next, to the next. And there's two major downfalls of that. First is recovery. So after a a big project, you need time to be able to recover physically and mentally. But also what you need to do is you need to learn what went well, you know, what can we do better? And ultimately, what did we do wrong? And you need to be able to have those short weeks to allow your body to kind of get back to where it was before. Otherwise, if we don't do it in training, we get overtraining, which leads to underperformance syndrome. And in business, you know, burnouts, breakdowns, et cetera. Now the next one, we want to be kind of proactive in what we're doing, and if we're thinking about what I mentioned before, about sleep, movement, eating, going to the foundations of well-being or, or health. The next one is talking about when we need to be reactive in those areas. So illness and injury. So many times I see people, oh, I've got a little niggle or something's not right, but they keep training, you know, and they keep adding stress to that area of the body or into the, into the uh, system. And eventually we're going to be in a bad place and we're going to have problems and we're going to have long-term problems to get those issues fixed and they'll take a lot more time you know treatment rehab strengthening long-term recovery to get back to where we were similar within illnesses you know if something's not right be very reactive in making sure that You're going to get checkups. You're going to get scans or whatever you need to do or whatever your doctor recommends. This is very important. You need to make sure that you're staying on top of those. The next one is how to be reactive in training and exercise. So when we think about being proactive, we talk about planning. Now you might have planned what sessions you need to do, what your week's going to look like, but Maybe for some strange reason, you just don't feel as good or you're not sleeping as well or work is very busy at that time. And this is where we have the auto regulation. Now auto regulation is basically adapting your training to how you're feeling. So if you're full of energy, you do a little bit more. If you're tired or fatigued, you do a little bit less and it enables us to get and keep consistency. Because one area that I see often is that people are tired or this idea of grind or hustle. You should never really be grinding out sessions. Physical activity and training should be enjoyable. It should be fun. But I see all this time on social media, you know, grind mode, beast mode, hustle, whatever you want to talk about. And yet there is an area that we need to work hard. And there might be certain sessions whereby You need to do things that are uncomfortable and are long, et cetera. But you need to make sure that when you do those sessions, you're prepared for them. And, you know, if you start warming up and you're still feeling rubbish and you're still feeling tired and you've got, you know, the toughest session of the week, I'd much prefer you to adapt it, change it, reduce the volume, reduce the intensity, however you want to do it, and think to yourself, right, okay, you know, Let's see how I feel down the line, you know, maybe in a couple of days and I'll get that session done. Because if we're training and we're fatigued, the likelihood is that we're going to get injured. Now, if we get injured, it might be a small injury, for example. So it might be two or three weeks out. Well, two or three weeks might be a short time, but if you keep doing it again and again and again, this is going to cause you know a lack of training. And this is the area where we talk to young athletes about and we when we first start working with a young athlete or we first start working with a new athlete and we talk about training age. So training age is how long you've been consistently training. So really from a from a beginner's point is pretty much anything under two years. Intermediate is probably two to five years, advanced is five years plus. So we think about that as two to three sessions every week for two years. And then exactly the same as we're building up. So when we're working with a experienced athlete, you know that person's had maybe 10 years of training age. And that makes a big difference. So if you keep missing out these three weeks here, three weeks there, three weeks, because you're not recovering and you're not making sure that you're adjusting your training, there's going to be some problems. That's all for this show today. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. A little bit different today, just talking about the difference between being proactive and reactive. Please make sure that you leave us a comment, drop us a line, love to hear from you, love to hear what you're after or what's working well for you in your performance and life. Check out next week when we're going to be talking to a top performer, about their performance and how they're improving it.